Hi, this is Ed. Just a quick note to say that some of the audio on this week's show isn't up to our usual standards. Hope it doesn't detract from the show. Enjoy. How's it going, Daniel? Not bad. Come on. That was quite good today, wasn't it? That was extremely rewarding. Just had just all the the nice little things that you looked for. Yeah. Somehow I feel like that's how we've beaten Arsenal about 20 times in the last 20 years. Yeah, I mean, we've never seen the game like that a million times before. I put it on Twitter, it's like that scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark where there's a guy that is attacking Indy and he gets his cutlass out and swishes it about and then Indy pulls out a gun and shoots him. <laughs> yeah, Which yeah. I learned today is, was only because the actor was ill. So he's, and they just came up with it on the spot. <laughs> nice. But anyway, yeah, we have, we have seen that game a lot of times and... It never, ever, ever gets even remotely twice. No, not at all. It was it was very enjoyable. Not, I mean, Arsenal Arsenal social media is so sort of loud and in your face all the time that you know the uh, the the modern age of like having to suffer Arsenal fans constantly makes that all the more sweet. I mean, it's it's I guess in a sense it's all a bit pathetic because we're. Where neither of us have won the league for years and years and years and years, <laughs> but it didn't it doesn't make it any less yeah, enjoyable. Yeah, we're going to win this season, so it's fine. Oh yeah, that, we're back. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. But yeah, like we're just that's like that thing, isn't it? Because there's like a difference between there's like being Liverpool or City or whatever. Actually, that's probably not a good example because they're our rivals. When you beat a team who are the best and you're not the best, there's a particular quality to that. But you are yeah. a bit sad. But there's also a particular quality to this, beating a team who they think are getting good and saying, actually, you're not. It's all that good whatsoever. Because which is it, right? Are we still crap and just saying, the kind of football we played on all day, we're hitting teams on the break, in which case you just got beat 3-1 by them. It wasn't even close and shouldn't really have been more. Or are United in fact good again? Um, yeah, and, and they're going to be better than you and above you in the league a couple of months because that's not good. It, it, either way, it's good. Yeah, I mean, like that, going back to that thing about we've seen this game so many times before. I mean, it was that Arsenal played a lot of nice football, a lot of it in front of United. I, I don't remember Dave having to make too many really big saves in they that game. They did have some good chances. Odegaard should have scored. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, and yeah, they made a lot... They complained a lot about the one that was chalked off, but I don't know in what world that is not a foul on Tom it's, 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 it's nuts! It's just that, like, I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't see it in real time, but to the extent that it was. But then, as soon as you, you do see it... I mean, Gary never kept going on about the fly, but the hands are in the back as well. It's... Yeah. It's a proper foul. Like you've eased him to the ground with the hands, and also yeah. forced him to the ground with the knee. Yeah. And I don't know. Like as soon as I saw it, I thought the only thing I'm concerned about is that the ref will feel some pressure. I don't think refs are biased at all. I think all that stuff is nonsense. That's I don't. But people do respond to pressure. And yes. the only thing was the ref didn't want the aggravation of what we'd seen yesterday. Yeah. And yeah. then being seen to give you like. 
being seen to chalk on for goal to a visitor to Old Trafford, which catches you all sorts of heat. Well, that's true. And, and all the rest of it. And and the re- what Premier League match officials, whatever they called, had to apologise for the stuff at Chelsea and, and Newcastle. But this but, one, as but, soon as I saw it, that's that's going to be chalked off unless the ref unless the ref feels the pressure of balls it. And sure. when I say that the ref might feel the pressure of bottles it, it's not even the criticism. Do I think I would be incapable of, of that <laughs> happening to me? I, absolutely not. Like I, yeah, I felt the pressure every time my wife challenges me. Never mind <laughs> seventy-five thousand people. Not, I mean, never mind like the entirety of the Arsenal Twitter population. Whatever. Sure, Actually, yeah. I back my wife in a row with. Yeah, they are tired to the Arsenal tour population. I mean, I think the thing about it is that the only thing that made me worried is that the bar has been set really high. And and in a sense, the ref didn't follow that protocol. I mean, as soon as he goes over to the monitor, it's going to get overturned, for sure. Because he can see with his own eyes. But the protocol <laughs> is it's supposed to be a very high bar to... But, it, what, that, to but even so, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fell. Yeah, it's, I'm not saying like... I, I could argue with you. I could say that, like, the penalty they could ask a bit ahead at the end to Malassia on the foul, Malassia's foul on Saka. Was there a Maguire one as well? Well, yeah, but I think that's. He's just blocked. He's blocked the player off. I'm not worried about that one. What but, a cameo. Yeah, Malassia was closer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just we'll get back to it, but what a cameo that was. Yeah, the Malassia one, if that's a penalty, I'm not bitching about that because. It's 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 on it's not it's on the border where it's like it's not really on the border actually it's about but where because the player gets the shot away it's sort of as though time is frozen at that point yeah and you could then plow through it and no and, and, and it's fine but that would probably be a penalty but that was a foul and in fact the same people who are so loquacious about this are not as vociferous as they were as uh, on the the Congress foul. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Which is, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I think that if you want to consult with the laws of the game, which uh-huh. is something that people forget, basically, no one apart from the refs ever does this. So <laughs> when a ref gives a decision, you should probably pause and consult with the laws before making a knob of yourself on the instant and the outsense myself. Well, well no, but, yeah, no one does that. Yeah, it, it's it, the, the sweet. The sweeter thing about it was, of course, that United scored just a few minutes after that just to, to really counter like follow up the sucker punch and and it was a really nice goal as well bruno rashford oh, it was a lovely goal, but- anthony on debut who i didn't think would start but i guess ten hag believes in him it helps that erlanga's not really very good as well it didn't, it didn't, it doesn't make it a very difficult choice <laughs> i felt like i said to a mate actually in the morning that i felt like ten Hag would be unable to resist the temptation to yeah. picking anthony because i think he loves his mentality, and he can also make a pretty clear tactical case for it, as you say. Sure, yeah. There's yeah, yeah. an attacker who's not, who's not that good. So if you put another good one in, you might then, as he's in his right position as well, you might yep. then be better. And yeah, the balance, you could even you could see, you could just see the balance. Suddenly we're a threat down the right-hand side. Yeah, yeah. Immediately, he didn't even play that well, really, Anthony. I mean, there's a lot of uh, getting the ball and actually knocking it backwards and not really taking on the man in that the first half. But great finish. I'm sure we'll see more of the stuff he likes to do, which is carry the ball. One thing on this one, actually, like, is that I think that what we saw was what I talked about the threat on the right-hand side. Sancho, Sancho can do good stuff from the right-hand side because he's a quality player. But I think 
that he need, yeah, I mean, we say this a lot, he needs a fullback to help him. And what we yeah. saw from Anthony is although Dallow, I thought, played well again, Anthony, did. Anthony can do shit without that. On his own. No, I think so, yeah. Sancho definitely needs the triangles. And he's going to have that more on the left with Malassia supporting and, and Ericsson sort of just behind him there. So the balance looks good, doesn't it? I mean, whoever United end up playing through the middle, where it, whether it's like, I think Ronaldo should be saved for teams who want to sit deep because when the game's stretched like that, he's just useless. And, and I mean, I just uh, thought, it's not that he's, I thought, like, I thought he did all right at that story when he came on. But in those circumstances where you're defending your goal, I mean, you want some pace. I think. Yeah, to stretch and, it, yeah. And I thought that against Leicester, there weren't options. Actually, Leicester showed us why Anthony is actually quite necessary. Aside from what we said, if, if, again, he wouldn't have been my first choice to assign proper players for a different position if I could. But mm-hmm. we, we, we lacked an option off, off the bench against Leicester. And I, th- I think mm-hmm. if we'd had, we'd have won quite a bit more. And he, and it's just that, that situation of Anthony, it just, he, there was a moment after the goal where Martinez comes over and they celebrate and Martinez gets him, you know, in that football way that you sometimes inspire with your friends when you forget and you're not a footballer when you piss. Yep. Like grabs him to the back of the head and exchange like a proper look and a nod like, we fucking got here, mate. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Because I think both of them had to go to some trouble to make it happen. And we're seeing on the pitch that that is actually worth something rather than Dickens pleaded with to please come and take out money. Yeah. These two lads have gone and made it happen. And a long way to go, but we can see that their mentality, I think, is very significant. It's going to be very significant in making the team not as crap in future. I mean, those those two are just a case study in the kind of mentality United need and have got. And it's just, it, it's it's amazing what just adding, what is it, five players? And I guess it's six with Jabravka, but especially those five has done to the the mentality. I mean, Ericsson, just the quality in midfield today was just outstanding. It's just lovely in there. I, I, we've barely ever seen him during his career as a number eight, which is what he's playing now, or a, like a, in the double pivot, and he's just he's just outstanding there. And and then Martinez and Malassia just really want it all the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, Malassia actually, I thought, came back well. Like, he got a bit of a going over in the, in the first half. It was, it, was a good, it was a good contest, wasn't it? Him and Saka. Saka's matured a lot as a player, I think. I'm yeah, not yeah, sure I really he, thought he was... He gave, he, gave, he gave Malassia some problems, because Malassia, is, he's impetuous, because... Partly because he's young and that's how he plays. He's aggressive and that's yep. good. And also he knows he's got recovery pace. But yeah, yeah. Saka's quick and he's quick to get away and the recovery pace didn't really help him. But again, we're defending the box really well. I think the defending can get better because we can stop them getting to the box. And But I, under Ole, we had that thing where the defensive record was good and the defending was still pretty wank. But here we've got proper proper defending in the box. Like even the one, the chance, the other, another chance we forgot that Arsenal had when we were, was the one that Saliba missed. And yes. I felt like one of the reasons that happened was because Martinez blocked and got himself take up a lot of space. So in trying to get it around him, Saliba had to send it wider than he would have done otherwise. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just that. Yeah. I mean, it's just so basic, isn't it? Like you feel like a real proper football man, like, like like my dad or anyone else's dad sitting there talk, talking. It's just about trying hard. 
But well, it's it's partly that, isn't it? It's partly that, and you can. Almost, I can't. It's almost entirely that. I would say. I, I I'm not sure. I'm a, like a huge fan of the the chest bumps and the high fives during the game, but it's it's like a <laughs> manifestation of like the fact that they 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 are wanting to win every tackle, every header, all of that and kind of stuff. To, and, well, yeah, and they're trying to yeah they're trying to make it happen. And yeah, like Tenaf said it after Liverpool, and I was actually pleased to hear him say it. Like it was none of this like bollocks about tactics and coaching and whatever. And I'm not saying that stuff isn't important. Of course that stuff's important. But that stuff is details. That stuff, it might be, it might win you a game, might win you lots of games. But when you've got talented players, it is a simple game. And the main thing is that you have simple, like you have good players putting everything in and then you'll win most of the time. And you'll win yeah. games you don't deserve, not don't, where you don't have all the, we don't have all the play like today. And, and I was pleased at Tenach because he's meant to be a great coach and he's a technocrat. So if he's good at that stuff, but he understands that this other stuff is also important and he should be a good manager. And I feel that like in football discussions these days, there is a tendency to overestimate what tactics are and do. Yeah, Pep, well, Pep Guardiola is, I understand the footballing savant who sees the game that other people don't. He's made changes that have affected the way that we play the game. He's also had the best fucking players in every league that he's ever been in, in every single season. Exactly. But it's the marrying of the two, not to get all Roy Keane about it, but make, making them work hard counts. I mean, Roy Keane said afterwards in the analysis that he thought the turnaround was all to do with Ten Hag making them run that 13.88 <laughs> kilometres, which is just my chef's kiss, perfect Roy Keane moment. You know, so, of course Keane. he was going to think that. But it's the two of them. The first line in in Luna Park by Brett Easton Ellis is says something like, "You do a very good impression of yourself." Yes, and, and that 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 is Roy Keane. <laughs> it is, it is absolutely. But but look back back to the mentality and working hard and doing the right things. I and mean, it's also married to just basic competence at the back. And and Varane it's, is staying that's fit. So true. Martinez is staying competence. Like, know, not even stuff. not even excellence. If if Maguire and Luke Shaw had delivered five out or six out of ten in the first half of the season, Ole might still be the manager of United. And I'm not saying that's something I want to be the case, but because very clearly this lad is better. I'm sure this lad is yep. better. But what got Ole sacked wasn't crap tactics, even though he might no. have been crap at tactics or crap at coaching or whatever. Who knows? But. Because a lot of people have a lot to say about all these coaching and tactics. who have never seen anyone coach any session at that level before. Yeah. Or don't know anything about that. Like, it's just, anyway. So there's, maybe he is crap, I don't know. But the, the difference is, the difference really, what got they fired was how badly Maguire and Shaw in particular played after the Euros. And that's not even, it's not, that's not even me saying that they're the only ones who play badly. But if two of your defenders are dropping two out of tens on a regular, it really doesn't make a lot of difference what's going on at the other end of the pitch. You're going to keep getting battered. And that's what happened. Absolutely. Luke Shaw wasn't on the bench again today. I mean, I guess he, he might have a knock. It's unclear. No one's actually said what's wrong with him, whether he's just not in the squad at the moment. And Maguire came on and gave a 10-minute cameo for the ages, <laughs> which he <laughs> almost gave away a penalty. Could have got himself I, sent I think, off. Well, no, he started with taking himself the armband. Yeah, that's right. And again, like we talked about this, and I guess, yeah, you're less bothered about it, which I totally understand and actually sort of envy that position. 
given that we're old men. But <laughs> there's just something for me about United that the captain of United should not be a lummox or an oaf yep. or a laughing stock or <laughs> all of those or things. A nerd yeah. Or any or any of those things. And when you think about who it's been before I'm not, yeah, like if United are good and Harry Maguire's the captain, then fine. But obviously he reflected to some extent the team he played in because that team was also really good. And I will always feel some level of affection for Ole in that team because they were good during lockdown. And as we all did, I got, there was quite a lot of stuff going on at home at that point. Yep. And United yep. being good in was that out. time, yeah. for me... Like in my personal circumstance, was something that I appreciated to an absolutely phenomenal extent. So fully, anyway. fully agree. Yeah, fully agree. I think a lot of United fans would feel but, like that. But we can see that Martinez is better, and we can see I, that Brad is better. Let, let's hope Martinez's groin, which he very publicly rubbed right on camera, which was great, is okay. I, think he, I, I felt yeah. like he was doing that at me, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just giving you the come hither eyes, yeah, as in Dan. Yeah, 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 he was. I didn't mention it. Another another moment I really love from this game was after Anthony scores and runs towards the corner, looks at the shirt, goes to kiss the badge, misses the badge, kisses the <laughs> team team viewer sponsors logo. I was like, <laughs> there you go. They're dancing in the streets of where's team viewer from? Italy, isn't it? I don't know. But I was thinking maybe it was a tribute to Donny Van Der Beek. <laughs> to steal David Scott's tweet <laughs> the team viewer his name on the shirt but yeah oh, but poor Danny van der Beek he wasn't <laughs> in the squad today was not I, I mean I don't yeah I don't know why he stayed honestly I mean I don't know whether the transfer window is open anywhere in, in the world but it's going <laughs> to be a long long old season for van der Beek isn't it Donald's yeah another thing that I was thinking about was people talking about this notion of who deserves to win a football match now, many ways to skin a cat, aren't there? There are many ways to win a football match, I would say, actually. But I think yeah. there's only one way to deserve to win a football match because a handy metric has been invented with the specific <laughs> and sole purpose of telling us who deserves to win a football match. Now, we can definitely talk about who played better in the game, who had the balance of play, who had more chances, who you thought looked, might win on the balance of play, all of that stuff. But deserving to win a football match, you can't deserve to win a football match if you lost 3-1. It's, 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 not, it's not about the XG, Daniel. No? It's, it's, literally, it's literally impossible unless, I don't know, I, like I, I, unless you're a team of human rights activists playing against, I don't know, Newcastle. Human rights FC, New, yeah. Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. Then I might say you deserve to win. But otherwise... It's yeah, the goals. You, yeah, you, you can't des- you can't deserve to win. And Arteta in his little trousers. Oh uh, yeah, I I, I have so little time for Arteta. Not not only his stupid haircut, but his sort of, sort of moral super- superiority. I just yeah, I don't I, I don't really don't really respect the man very much. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, the the moaning and the bleating afterwards about the the VAR decision, the referee, well, and and like deserving to win because they had more shots or whatever. They only managed to get three on target for fuck's sake. I mean, it is about putting the ball in the back of the net and to go was... all, to go all Roy Keane on us. <laughs> and he was talking. He was also talking about consistency, bitching about the foul on Ramsdale the other day. I watched that game and I watched it and I thought Ramsdale's got his hands around the guy's neck. Yeah. And <laughs> so if there's a bit of jostling, it's it's it, it, yeah, you don't come out of that well either. It's a penalty, it's a goal, but 
again, what I said about the laws, the laws allow for human interpretation. There's no... Now, you could... I always say this, that the laws are poorly drafted and you could make them less open to interpretation if you wanted to. I don't personally give a fuck. I didn't fall in love with football because of the correct interpretation yeah, yeah. by referees of laws. I don't care about it. But that didn't work very well when, when we went to that during the first part of the VAR period where there were like absolute in absolute lines drawn both literally with the, with the offside and metaphorically with the other stuff it doesn't work very well yeah but you can't you can't have one ref you can't say one ref should make the same decision as another ref because it's it's not the laws i guess to a certain extent they can't prescribe every single incident in a, but they could probably give you a load of different ones and say we think this is this is this and that's that, but ultimately they do. I, I, also, I, mean, I don't. Th- I don't think it's a problem. Why would it be a problem for them to interpret something differently? Because it's not like before you do the thing, you're thinking, if I do this, it says in the eleven point six, this is definitely not this. It's just the game still unfolds. No one acts differently, and then sure. we just we just then no, then we just get the decision. And and it's 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 written in a kind of woolly fashion because context matters. If if there's provocation before a foul, the referee might let it go a little bit more. If he's trying to let the game flow a bit more, he might allow a bit more physicality. We had that at the early part of this season. Seems to have calmed down a little bit more. He might be willing to talk to a player before giving them a second yellow card. I mean, all of that context does matter. And you don't get that if you're like, in this specific situation, you have to give decision x like guidance for sentencing in a court of law or something like that you know? <laughs> it's, and, and also it's only a game of football and i say that we say as people that like football a lot like quite a lot seriously <laughs> i spent a disgusting amount of time and money on 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 it i want united to win but if they first of all if they don't win it is not the referee's fault. It is the players and the manager's fault. Almost every single time. I can't think of any... Because even if you get a bum decision, if you play well, you'll still win. Or get a point, whatever it is. And occasionally it does happen that in crucial games you get the arse end of a decision. Like happened loads in 09-10. But I thought, first, like Fergie had a bad season that season and we also sold Ronaldo and replaced him with lunatics. So... Yep. <laughs> You can't then blame a decision, two decisions in the Chelsea games is really what cost us the league. And also, so there's that. And then second of all, the fact that I am, despite how it may seem, an adult. And I want United to win. And if United win, I'll be buzzing all the way into the next week and through the next week. But if they lose, I can't. I guess I can't have any, with any serious self-respect, allow that to affect the way I feel about myself, my life, the people around me for the next period. Well, can... just for a little bit, just for a little bit. So I, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not 10 years old anymore, so I guess it's, it is different. Although I have rather annoying Gooner at work who likes to give it large, and so I was quite enjoying looking that, forward to yeah, winning course, this game as a result. We won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's fine. We won. You're allowed to. Like, that's, that's, I guess, I don't know if that's like a sort of a deal I've made in myself when I, or for the benefit of my family. <laughs> I don't know that I will milk every single win until there's nothing left to milk but 
the defeats just and that like obviously like, I remember when we lost six one to City, I that was that's quite that quite was a relatively quiet afternoon <laughs> in my yard. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I felt like physically nauseous for some time afterwards. But I felt like that I'm not in control of that. Like I can't yeah. I can't I can't I can't control like the way that I actually feel physically unwell. I don't have control over that, but I can control my behaviour. But yeah, yeah, like that was that was that but in general Yeah, in general you should be able to put away a refereeing decision within a very short period of time after it happening. Never mind even the game finishing, because there's still a game of football going on that I want to experience or feel or be part of or whatever. Yeah, running about. And also, it's just fucking rubbish chat. It it is. And and, and let's be specific about it. Like, the referee had nothing to do with Arsenal losing today. They lost lost their heads. They were unable to control specific phases of play, which is United on the transition. They couldn't deal with that. And if they're a better side, they would be able to deal with that. Deal with that. And we've seen this, like not only Arsenal as we mentioned, but City and Barcelona, like over and over and over again. <laughs> like this is the way. And only you know, Arsenal had sixty percent possession today, but three shots, three shots, three saves that Dave had to make. They lost because they weren't able to control that transition. United took advantage of that. Arsenal might have played the prettier football, but. It, it didn't come to much. I, te- I mean, I think that I obviously take no pleasure in saying this, but Arsenal are a good team. You could even argue that they're a better team than United at the moment. But you couldn't say that they deserve to win that game. But anyway, Arsenal are good. And what I think about Arsenal is that in the end, their ceiling is not going to be that high because I think it feels like United's best players have the potential to be a lot better than Arsenal's best players. I can still look at that back five and I think I think Saliba might be good. I don't see like top level players in any of the others. No. Then they've got they've got good players, so they'll cause any team problems going forward because they've got two or three players who could like I think the Odegaard who someone I didn't think was particularly good actually might be better than I thought he was. And Saka is excellent. Martinelli mm-hmm. also ha- has high level attributes and Jesus was excellent in the first mm-hmm. half in particular. So you can see that they're going to be a good team. I think that I don't think they're going to be as good as we are probably next year or the year after, but yeah, they, they are, a good, they are a good team and they're settled and it's just, they somehow managed to derive confidence from signing, signing Jesus. I think who they sort of everyone, they all knew that he was basically the best center forward that they could get with yep. him and they was just playing well in pre-season because they yeah. totally asked up the end of last season they somehow managed to get momentum in the summer I mean you've got to give credit to however to whoever whoever managed that to happen because yeah nothing well, actually... I do the sporting director yeah I, I mean, mean I, I talked about it he, he talked about them having an excellent window and I think they did get confidence from new players and and from a relatively easy start that makes a massive difference. When we were good, when the fixtures came out, I'd be like, All right, who are we playing on my birthday? And what's the run-in? Yeah. And now yeah. now I'm thinking, well, actually, when United are crap, it's that it's that for those first games because you're setting a tone. In 2006-07, we won, won, I think we won the first four in pretty decent style. And even though I think they then drew the next and lost the next two, they... 
that that gave them the confidence to think actually we're pretty fucking good here because just Ronaldo and Rooney were just were just flying and yeah and then that enables you to take it on from them that's what's happened with Arsenal I mean I yeah, still yeah. think there's a pretty good chance we'll finish above them though it's gonna be tight Chelsea Arsenal United all look like on a similar level although Tottenham and Liverpool also Tottenham and, yeah yeah the next five United games I think there's the City game. 2nd of October, I think. But then there's L'Oreal in the Europa League coming up. And Ammonia Nicosia, Crystal Palace. Can't remember the other one. Leeds, Leeds, yeah, Sociedad, yeah. Leeds in there. So there's some winnable games in there. If you take this momentum on and and keep winning games, then then it's looking good. When's the World Cup start? End of November, right? So it's going to have a a weird mid-season break. If we could be in touch, if we could be in touch at the end... If we can, uh, how many points are we behind City? Not even that many, is it? It's not two points. Yeah, it's not even that many. <laughs> Amazing. It's just absolutely absurd, isn't it? It's just we got so lucky that that Brentford game was so shit. Because yeah. partly, I think, because it meant that he could drop the players that he needed to drop without needing the political capital to drop the captain. Yeah. Because the captain just it was just so terrible, and he had a player. Yeah. As good as Varane to bring in, it just had to be done. But also, I feel like probably mentally it marks a point with the players. I imagine there was a sit down and a recognition that this is literally unbearably bad. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes, yeah, like once you hit rock bottom, you're on the way back up again. Well, it also spooked the owners, I think, into, as Hugs, Ten Hag said, into changing yeah. the budget. You yeah, know, and, and what came in after I mean, Casemiro and Anthony. So. I think he sort of said that circumstances changed also with how much they thought they were going to have to pay to get these players. Sure. But yeah, the budget did did definitely change. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's he's he can't say he hasn't been back now. I mean, I still think that we won't have all the players that we need by the end of next summer. But... In a way, I don't actually mind that. Like, there's something seems to just go out and buy everyone. It would be nice to see some players who were here before Ten Hag improve, or or at least one young player to come through. Because I mean, yeah, otherwise we are just going out and buying a team. Basically, there's. It's interesting that like of all the young players that we thought might make an impact, none of them were on the bench today. I mean, Langer's on the bench, but no Garnacho. None of the others, you wonder whether, because the loan window is still open, isn't it? You wonder whether they're going to, like, if, if they're not going to play any football, what's the point? I it's don't pointless. Know. I mean, maybe yeah. I mean, maybe what they'll do is, maybe Garnacho or Lang will see who plays on Thursday, I guess. There is, yeah, if, if, it's hard to see how Garnacho is getting on the bench and because if he's keeping a Lang. And it seems that Leicester tried to take him on loan. And yeah, I mean, Lang is definitely staying because I don't think they'd let him go to... A lower level than the Premier League, and so uh, yeah, he's course, he's, sure, he's yeah. going to stay. Garnacho might be a, a question whether they can find him a it feels find him like, a move yeah, or not. He's not. He's not. How much football is he going to get? I mean, I guess maybe what you do is you play. If he doesn't play in Europe, then it's absolutely pointless keeping Garnacho. I mean, he's not even play that much reserve football because there aren't that many games. But I guess if you keep him and he plays all the plays six European games and the League Cup games, and you don't lose the first one. Then, then maybe it, then maybe it is worth it because then you get to yeah. see what you can do properly. All 
All right, I guess that's a, that's a good segue. How much do you know about Real Sociedad these days? No, no, Adnan Janazai, he left on a free for Sevilla or Valencia. I can't remember which one. Sevilla, I think. Sevilla, yeah. yeah. But they do have David Silva. He should have been a player, Janazai. He should have been, shouldn't he? He, he feels like he found a level a, a touch below his what his ceiling he should have been. Had, he had a, a lot. He, he was very close to complete at a young age. That he had really had good pace, strong, tall, like willowy, good awareness, good running with the ball. He had, technically sound. Yeah, he had he had a lot of things that were in place at an early age, and he just for whatever reason couldn't get it together after that. That was a shame. Yeah. So yeah, I was looking through their squad, and I I recognise so few of these players. I mean, I guess it's just the La Liga football I watch is tends to be with the big clubs and and not or else I see dad. Yeah, uh, which is a shame. Partly, yeah, yeah. It's partly being old as well. Probably like you forget stuff. You have less <laughs> time to be right. as obsessed with good things to be obsessed with when you're San old. Sebastian though is an absolutely beautiful city uh, like absolutely lovely so and Anoeta is uh, tends to have a, a really good atmosphere there so it's it well there yeah. I'm double guessing myself now it's away isn't it yeah yeah so yeah that will uh, that'll be great for the traveling fans and for the atmosphere in this game and it's a good one to start in that it's a good quality it's not it's, it's not a piss absolute, group no n- not at all not at all I mean, you've got you've got some interesting stories in here. So obviously, San Sebastian in Basque Country, Sheriff in Transnistria, which is this kind of Moldova, Russian-controlled yeah. oh. part of Moldova. Which and they're not even going to be playing there, are they? Because there's too many. A few of my mates are going to that. I'm extremely. Yeah. Well, but they're playing yeah. it somewhere else, aren't they? In Moldova, I think, rather than actually in Transnistria. I feel like um, I've not paid attention out of envy. Yeah, just uh, there was a. I think there was a long read, maybe in the Athletic, about Sheriff a year or so ago after they beat Real Madrid. Absolute crooks running this club. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, who came from nowhere to win hmm how could that have happened i wonder but yeah some good stories anyway going to be in this this group and and a good start for united as in it's not a gimme they're going to have to play a proper 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 yeah, team you rest like you definitely i wouldn't even take varan i wouldn't take ericsson either i mean it probably won't take martinez because he was injured rashford take casemiro you play casemiro could do with the start did you know that Mackie T has been booked four times in five games so far, in six games this season. Nice. And if he gets another one, he's suspended. Already, <laughs> well, that's, that's he, good work. But yes. Well, I mean, actually, today, I took one for the team. Like I yeah. might have been involved in some spot fixing because <laughs> I had I had like a bet builder on the game, and one of the things that I had was a yellow card for each side. And it didn't look like I was going to get my yellow card from United. And then McTominay, just, he doesn't just foul someone. He makes absolutely sure by doing it in so good cheer to Samantha that, <laughs> that he had to get booked. And then, yeah. I mean, the ref could have booked him twice for that because he's, uh, no, he can't. But pulled the shirt, grabbed the player, wrestled him to the ground, gave him the knee in the back just to make sure. Yeah, ex- uh, excellent. It, it, was, yeah. it was the uh, hospital pass from Ronaldo that caused it, though. I'm still I blaming. tell you. Yeah. One thing that I wasn't... I mean, I haven't heard Christian Eriksen speak much. And his little chat with Sky afterwards was just like... He's got more personality. Not that I assume yeah. that he had. Just, I guess, more personality than I was aware of. Quite enjoyed listening to him. 
Yeah. He also, he also said it was a fun football game, which is just like, that's sort of what I want in that I do enjoy seeing the players suffer. I won't deny that. Like, oh, yeah, it's <laughs> nice. I like getting them getting cold and wet good. No, but, but what is like seeing them happy is also something yeah. I'm, very, I'm very into. And it hasn't really looked like that for such a long time that they're just enjoying playing for United. And they're just, they're having the times of all of our lives. So I want them. He wanted to come to United. It does help that his three-year contract is going to earn him something like Forty-five million pounds. He's he's on really big money, which helps, which helps. But but he could have been dead just over a year ago, and he's just he is literally enjoying football, isn't he? So yeah, but and, yeah. and it's just they all are. I mean, I that was the best United Arsenal game. The one the one last season when Carrick was the manager wasn't bad. Like it was enjoyable, but that was the highest quality, most intense United Arsenal game, and it had some good needle as well for. Probably Sometime, yeah. getting on for yeah, a decade, yeah. I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's one I can't remember, maybe three years ago under Ollie where they absolutely battered us and we won, which was great fun. Yeah, um, yeah. Because standard, we just didn't, we didn't deserve it. <laughs> so, but this was a good quality game, yeah. But yeah, back to, back to the Europa, the championship of European football, where all the real teams play, of course. I mean, this is a big opportunity for United, isn't it, for... Uh, for a trophy this season top ranked club if UEFA coefficients mean anything which they shouldn't really there's Arsenal in there Roma in there but this is a good chance for United to to pick up some something and it's been what I don't know how many years now is it since United won something five something like that yeah so big chance for United both both to start their European campaign off and and to get a trophy and and I'm sure Ten Hag will want to get, go deep in this competition. I mean it's it, it's clearly I mean like who who knows what happens with any of the domestic cups, but big big chance for a trophy, second chance to get into the Champions League because of that competition in the Premier League. I mean, there's going to be yeah, it'd be like the I mean yeah, but who's who's in who's in the Europa apart from Arsenal, Arsenal Roma, PSV. Mm. Roma lost 4 0 to a Denise. Nice. Lazio, Feyenoord, Fenerbahce. Really, really United and Arsenal. You'd think so. German clubs, Union Berlin. It doesn't doesn't even matter if you're going to be good enough to finish. If one of these teams is going to finish top four in the Premier League, they're going to be better than the team that comes behind Dortmund and, and, and Munich. And. Yeah, is 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 a slog. The Europa is. A, it can be. Yeah, it can be. But like watching, I mean, I think hopefully the group games will be better this time. The group games last time, some of them pretty very pretty crappy. To yeah, watch, yeah, pretty brutal. But hopefully, yeah, hopefully these ones will be good. And there are players playing for their places, and I think that should make a difference as well. That one of the reasons I would be interested in keeping some like Garnacho say is that you wouldn't have to put him in a team with all your dickheads because there are some good players that are going to be playing in Europa this season, partly because, as we said, the groups, the standard might be higher, but just also because the standard of the squad's gone up because you've kept all the ones you wanted to keep and gone and bought some actual good players. So, yeah, I mean, I hope, I think, who else do we think will play? I guess Alanga will play. Maybe Alanga, Martial and Ronaldo. Is that going to be the front I don't know. Three? It depends if Martial's fit or not. I'm not sure if he's been training yet, but yeah, Ronaldo probably probably get a start when he Alanga probably <laughs> <laughs> have that. I know, just to rub it in. It's the competition he really, really, really does not want to play in. 
play him in every Europa League. And maybe, do you make him captain? I guess Maguire will be playing, so you couldn't make him captain for extra, like, yeah, here's your little pat on the head. But... Poor little Ronaldo. He really, really I wanted think, to score I mean, today, didn't he? Really, a lot of arm flapping going on. I, I, but, but I'm sure he'll be. I'm sure he'll be useful to us. And it's like has to be now. The whole, the whole, because of his whole desire to leave and not coming back, it meant he was never. He never. It was never in the team, so he never actually had to be dropped because he basically dropped yeah. himself. So Ten Hag never had to deal with that. He never actually had to drop Ronaldo because Ronaldo dropped himself, and then. He, he's just not getting brought into a winning team, and that's very easy to justify. Uh, I guess that's it for this week. Good to catch up with you, Daniel. Wow, United are good again. That's nice. 